Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Brewer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. Julie here, and I'm really excited today because I'm going to share with you a question that one of my clients asked me around Christmas time, around a time when a lot of us were indulging and we were sort of starting to get back into maybe the habits of feeling guilty about what we chose to indulge in. So this not only applies during seasons of our lives like Christmas, Thanksgiving, the holidays, whatever you celebrate, where there tends to be a lot of indulgence. Or if it's just your everyday life and you find yourself getting into a situation where maybe you eat a little bit more than you intended to and you don't want to feel guilty about it. You just want to move on with your life. So I found this question so, so helpful and I asked her if I could share it on the podcast because that's how helpful I think the response will be for you guys because she is just like you. She is one of those people who struggles with a relationship with food and her body or she did at the beginning of our coaching and now she's in a wonderful space and And this was such a huge epiphany for her. And I wanted to share it with you guys, not only to see that there is hope for you to recover from any sort of disordered eating behaviors or situations and to see the other side, because I personally have done so in my own life. That's what I help my clients do. I help people let go of the obsession around food so that you can create more space for what you actually love in your life, your career, your relationships, focusing on things that are actually important to you and actually matter and clearing up the mental space that food obsession causes. So when we're so wrapped up in what we're eating, how much we're eating, our meal plan, our diet, tracking macros, doing all these things, it doesn't give you a lot of time to focus on things that are really important in your life. So for example, we may say our relationships are important, but instead of hanging out with our partner and spending time with them, we're obsessing, we're on our phones, we're tracking our calories when we're with them and doing all these things that take away from the beauty of the situation of spending time with someone. So I'm going to give you some tips on indulging. I'll tell you what I told her. I'm going to read her message first and then also talk about the epiphany that she had about how nutrition is important. And of course, it's something that we should be mindful of because we are health conscious people and we love to work out. We love to feel good in our bodies. However, it does not stop there. That shouldn't be the end all be all. Nutrition and fitness should be a wonderful and healthy component of your life. Assume your whole life is a pie chart. Fitness and nutrition, of course, should make up a good amount of the pie chart, but it shouldn't be the whole pie chart. It should be the foundation, like the foundation of a house that you build everything else upon because it gives you more energy. It helps you thrive. It helps you feel really good in your body. It gives you more confidence. It gives you more mental space and energy to have mental clarity at work and have a lot of energy to run around with your kids or your partner or do fun things in your life that are fulfilling and rewarding. So you'll see in this conversation we had that nutrition is the stepping stone. Nutrition is the foundation upon which we build everything else. And once we know what to eat, we can kind of let go of the control around our food and our food choices and they almost become automated so that we can transform not only our relationship with food and our bodies and make it very easy and automated but we can create space for things that are meaningful in our lives so let's get into her question 
She said, I've been thinking and I could really use your advice. Nutrition is important to me and I know that is what my goal was, but is it unacceptable to think that my underlying goal is to love my body, gain confidence, get my happiness back, and focus on my fiance and I? This came up while I was journaling. Something I have all my clients do is journal. (laughs) That was me. That wasn't her. Um, She says, I don't have a good reason to want to cut out carbs or even sweets within reason, like not binging. I know how to eat well and I love the GPF you've told me about and the bulk meal prepping this works in our lives really well. I want to be able to live and not even think about food, good or bad, or one of this a day, etc. Am I being crazy right now? This came up also because I had my GPF smoothie this morning and then I had two Christmas cookies a friend brought in. It was a little impulsive because I went with it, but I had my breakfast so I felt okay with it and I still feel fine with it. So what? I had a cookie. Nothing about me changed. I think I'm overthinking something. Oh my God. When I read this question, I was like, girl, you, this was four weeks into our coaching. This was four weeks into our eight week nutrition mentorship. And she is already getting the concept that it's not just about the food. So what if you have a damn cookie? So what if you choose to indulge in something? How do you do that without feeling guilty? How do you do that? Move on with your life and realize that there are bigger fish to fry. There are bigger problems to worry about in our lives. And she just wants to feel confident in her body and she wants to focus on her relationship. And she doesn't want to think about food at all, which is the whole purpose of what I take people through in the eight weeks of my coaching. So I was like, first of all, girl, uh, you already got the whole thing. So we done here. We done halfway through. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. So I want to share my response with you now. This is what I said to her. Oh my God, girl. I get really expressive, by the way, with my clients. I'm like, oh my God, no, you are so spot on with this. She is so spot on. This is exactly what I was trying to teach you. So many people come to me thinking they need to fix something about their nutrition. Like they always say, if I just know more, I can do better. Julie, teach me all the things. Teach me what's healthy. Teach me what to eat, what not to eat. Or they say, if I can just get more discipline or get more willpower, then I'll look and feel better, which is not the case at all. If it was a matter of willpower, everybody, or there was a magic pill, everybody would know what the magic pill is and everybody would be able to white knuckle their way through a diet or a meal plan. Okay. And that's the thing. You can white knuckle your way through a diet or meal plan for a certain amount of time. Maybe it's a few weeks, maybe it's a few days, but then what happens when you fall off the bandwagon? What happens when you gain the weight back? That's the point that I try to avoid. And I help people create a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I told her, I said, I want to get you to a point where you have the tools we're learning. So things that I teach my clients include mindfulness, discernment about when and how to indulge, how to create healthy meals and all of that, like the whole shebang. But the most important thing is that even if this girl were to go off the rails and gain 4,000 pounds, which will never happen. That's just your fear talking. Your body and your mind and your old dieting mentality will tell you that if you have two cookies or even if you go completely off the bandwagon, you're gonna gain a bunch of weight, that never actually happens. But even if it did, then you are still just as worthy and loved as you are when you're at your ideal weight. Because I know from experience that it's not like you get to this point where you finally wake up and you're a certain size and you're like, yay, I love myself. You have to learn to do it along the way, which is the work I do with my clients. And it's never really about the food. When we micromanage our food and our bodies, it's usually a band-aid that's trying to cover up something that we really need to work on, which in most cases is a self-worth and it's a confidence issue. So beneath the surface, it's not the cookie that freaks us out. It's the fear that, oh my God, I ate a cookie. Therefore, I'm going to gain weight. Therefore, I will be unlovable. So 
but you it's such a subconscious thing it's such a hardwired belief that you've started to hold as truth in your life it's not fucking true it's not true that because you ate a cookie you're gonna gain weight and if you gain weight you're gonna be unlovable but that's what you've been teaching yourself through social media or magazines or your own beliefs or something someone said to you even if it was years ago you're holding that as truth right now but you have to understand and be aware that that is not true but when you know when you know deep down in your core, deep down in the depths of your soul that you are truly loved by yourself and unconditionally loved by the people around you, you no longer have that fear. This takes work, of course, but awareness is the first step. So congratulations to her on seeing that. This was her big breakthrough moment and she has come so far. So this was a couple weeks ago and we're rounding out the end of our eight-week nutrition consultation. This girl, I can't wait to share her testimonial with you because she went from Um, coming in scared, very insecure, very self-conscious about what she was sharing with me. And we broke down those walls and her relationship to food and her body has completely transformed. And I'm obsessed with her. She's just an amazing person. Shout out to you, girl. And another note that I made to her that I also want to make to you guys about guilt and feeling guilty after you indulge in something is this. Guilt is an illusion. When we feel guilty for eating something, we're pretty much just self-flagellating. So we're beating ourselves up for something that we really wanted in the first place, which is crazy. It's mind blowing. And the truth is, so she ate this cookie, right? Let's use the cookies from her example. The truth is she really wanted the cookie in the moment. So why feel bad about it? Why do we feel bad? We feel bad because we think we should feel bad or we predict an outcome based on fear that won't actually freaking happen. So for example, you're going to gain weight and become unlovable because you have this damn cookie. So therefore guilt does not really exist because it's what you really wanted in the moment. It's the fear of the outcome, which isn't even true in most cases, that makes you experience what you feel is guilt. And I know this is mind-blowing stuff, but if you are like her, (laughs) it is just living proof that if you do the work, if you do the mindset work, if you, number one, establish healthy nutritional habits. So yes, one of my first things that I do with every single person I work with is make sure they have a solid understanding of what good, sound, healthy, nutritious choices look like. So once we've established that, remember what I said in the beginning, it's not about knowing more. It's about taking what you know and actually applying it in your day-to-day life. And then that's level one. So once you learn how to eat, it's not like you have to keep learning, keep learning, keep learning, keep researching and listening to podcasts, right? It's about implementation. It's about actually applying those principles and habits consistently over time. So that's level one. Level two is where we get into the mindfulness stuff. We learn how to use discernment. So we choose, okay, I'm not going to choose these stale chocolate chip cookies because I don't really want them right now. I'm going to be discerning about what I indulge in. So I'm going to wait until I have my grandma's homemade chocolate chip cookies fresh out of the oven that she only bakes once per year when I go home for Thanksgiving. So learning how to indulge without feeling guilt, learning that guilt is a pointless emotion. Guilt does not erase what you've done. Guilt only just continues to reinforce the cycle of beating yourself up for something that you truly wanted in the first place. So working on that, working on self-confidence, working on accepting your body and loving yourself as you are right now so that along the way, as you get to where you want to go, you continue to build that trust and that confidence and the love in yourself over time. Because like I said, it's not like you 
get to a place where you're so happy and confident in your body that you just wake up one day and love yourself all of a sudden. You have to look at your beliefs, look at the thoughts you hold about yourself and food and all these things and peel away the onion layers to even decide if those are your own truths. A lot of things we read in an article on bodybuilding.com. So for example, eating at nighttime is bad and it's going to make you fat. And then you read that three years ago and you still live by that. You still hold that as truth. And that influences your relationship to food because you have all of these beliefs and ideals that you've learned over time from God knows who that you are holding as religious truth in your life and you follow it and you call yourself bad or guilty or naughty or something if you eat after dark because somebody in a bodybuilding.com article told you that it was bad seven years ago. So that's level two. Level two is learning how to live your life with food involved because when we become addicted to food, when we become obsessed with food or our minds are consumed with thoughts about food and exercise, that doesn't create enough space in our lives for us to truly focus on the things that matter. So our work, our relationships, the things that actually bring us joy, the primary foods that I talked about in one of my podcast episodes that bring us joy that aren't actually food at all. But when we can learn how to disassociate ourselves from our feelings and our emotions and we feel it and we deal with those emotions in a way that doesn't center around food, we don't just automatically turn to food because we're feeling anxious or lonely or stressed. We find healthy ways to deal with those emotions. That's when you can finally transform your relationship with food. That's when you can finally find the self-trust and confidence in your body. That's when you can learn how to make very small habits and very small changes on a daily basis, create a morning routine that you love, create healthy habits in place throughout the day so that you are making healthy food choices 90% of the time, but then not feeling guilty when you choose to indulge. All of those things build trust. They build character and they build confidence. It's like you're building a house, right? So the foundation is the healthy food. Every single time you learn something new about yourself, about your confidence, about how to indulge without feeling guilty, how to not beat yourself up, how to let go of the control around stress and food, how to not spend all day exercising to make up for what you ate. Those are just building upon layers and layers and layers. And soon, soon enough, those will become the healthy habits that are truth to you. But first you have to peel back all the shit that you've been holding as truth for yourself. Whoo! That was a very intense podcast. I'm actually sweating um, because I'm very passionate about this topic. So if you yourself want to develop a healthier relationship to food in your body, if you want to learn how to trust yourself and love yourself and feel fully confident and comfortable in your own skin, no matter what situation you're in, whether you're in your relationship, whether you're in a bikini, whether you're wearing clothes that make you feel good, if you want to feel good in those situations, if you want to stop obsessing over food and letting it control your life and letting it control control your mind and it's taking up so much inventory in your brain right now. You just want to let that go. You want food to be something that you eat, food that's something you enjoy and you build relationships around food. You can go out to eat, you indulge without feeling guilty and you can make it a positive part of your life. That is what you learn in my eight-week nutrition mentorship program. So there will be spots opening in the next few weeks. I'm full right now, but if you want to get on a call ASAP to reserve your spot when those spots open, I would do that immediately because the spots fill up really freaking fast I found from this podcast. So if that's something you're interested in, we hop on a free call for about 20 to 30 minutes so I can get to know you, your goals, what you're struggling with, what you want to bring into your life, how we can make that happen for you. So if that sounds something you're interested in, go to juliebuer.com coach and apply and you can schedule your free call right on that page as well. So it gives you access to my schedule. You can pencil yourself in and we will sit down and chat and get to know 
everything that you're struggling with right now and how we can overcome it together. So my hope for you, my sincerest hope for you is that you will be in a situation like this wonderful client I shared with you today is where not even a couple weeks into our nutrition counseling program, whether you choose to work with me or you choose to do it on your own or with someone else, that you find that courage and confidence in your own body and that you understand the lesson that you can only learn so much, right? If I ask you, is a chicken salad with avocado or a hamburger better? You know that the healthier choice probably for the most part is the chicken salad with avocado, but there's a reason we don't make those choices consistently. My hope for you is that you can learn that nutrition is an important part of your life. Of course, it's something that's going to make you feel healthy and thrive and have energy for all the wonderful things you want to accomplish in your life, but to understand that the underlying goal and the thing that's most important is loving your body, gaining confidence, getting your happiness back and focusing on things in your life that really matter, like your relationships your career, and everything else in your life that brings you joy that you might not have room for right now because your mind is consumed with the obsession around food in your body. Sign up for that coaching call, girl. Let's chat. Let's see how we can figure this out for you and get you to a space where you are super confident in your body and your food choices. Go to juliebuer.com coach. I hope you learned something powerful today. If you did, please take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram and show me that you're listening so I can give you some love. And I would love, love, love if you could just take a second to rate and review the podcast on iTunes. That would help other people just like you. There are so many of us out there who are struggling with food and body image issues. So the more you can share, the better because it will help more people around the world develop a healthier relationship to food in their body. So I love you so much and I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.